1: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. they with
2: the Notre Dame, right? Yeah,
1: Yeah. (laughs) Panther was a road
2: scholar at Notre Dame.
0: (laughs) On the road outside of Notre Dame, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. He slept. He slept in a cardboard box. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Exactly.
3: Panther went to Holy Cross for a couple years, junior (laughs) college.
2: Hey everybody arch here and it is that time of the week to talk college football got with me of course the good dr earns who i'm just finding out he may or may not be the smart one in his family
3: uh, yeah so arch you ever seen that movie your movie guy it's a movie called i think uh multiplicity uh <laughs> michael keaton's in it yeah yeah uh, yeah the guy that he's uh he needs more help and you know a lot of people, they always said, you know, my brother kind of looked alike, acted alike and all this stuff. But yeah, my younger brother, of course. But, um, you know, if you think about that movie where he, he ends up cloning himself and the mm-hmm. second one is just not quite as sharp. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's that's kind of what I would describe it as. Yes. You know, you know, so. But yeah, he's he's listening in today. Yeah. We
2: got Dr. Ernst's little brother listening in. He's free to chime in with any zingers that he wants at any
3: point during the show. Wow. Well, yeah. Probably, probably not anything too intelligent to say. so
2: oh, okay, I think we're well, also, speaking of, we got sex Panther here too.
3: Good Right,
4: there. right. As soon as something not intelligent, boom, there's the lead in for sex Panther. Uh, look, look, Dr. Earns's baby brother. if you want to chime in and it's a shot at the doctor by all means, please because these two just gang up on me all the time and uh, defenseless. so. Uh, I think we did. I think I did pretty well sweet numbers, but other than uh, my Irish laying an egg, we no need to recount that one. But uh, otherwise, I think I did all right.
2: Uh, three and four is what I've got to at from the podcast last week. Yeah. So uh, the results that I have from the week, tell me if you disagree. I've got earns going four and one last week. Panther went three and four and I went four and two.
3: Yeah, sounds sounds about right. Sure, to me. we'll go with
2: that. Yeah. Earns, you were on yeah. fire last week. You've been doing well. Uh, it's been has been good. So You'd have been doing better if you if you had converted some of those liens into bets. Uh,
3: yeah. Last couple of weeks I think the leans have been uh pretty high percentage. So maybe I need to do that a little bit more, but I probably won't.
2: Maybe maybe a little bit more. Of course you did you were leaning Michigan State plus the points, and so it's probably a good thing you didn't pull the trigger there.
3: Yeah, that one didn't turn out. Well no, it, it might didn't.
2: no it didn't. So. That's what every kid going to Penn State said, too, when they met Jerry Sandusky.
3: <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. Oh. I, I mean, yeah, I guess it's been a while. So.
4: All right, somebody somebody, start this thing.
2: Okay, first up, I've got Panthers list. We're looking at game 321, which is Houston at Central Florida. Let's see here. The line opened up Central Florida minus 21.5, and it is 21.5.
4: Uh yeah, so I, I tried to make a list of games here that I thought had a pretty decent shot of paying out. You know, Houston they started out with that game against Oklahoma, and then you know they they've been really hit and miss. They've been really spotty ever since. And Central Florida's dropped two now, uh, so their shot at any you know major bowl is probably out the window. But my thing is, Houston they've got talent. Um, You know, they're probably going to be looking at talent for next year and and what they're going to do, you know, building into the future. But the whole reason I chimed in on this game really had everything to do with the points. I got Houston getting 21 and a half. I think that's that's a little too many points. So I'm going to take the Cougars here plus those points.
3: Okay. Ernst? Yeah, I don't really have a lot on this game. Just the big thing for me with Houston and coming in on that side is never really know who's going to play for them. Uh, They've had some injuries and some redshirt stuff, so I haven't been able to figure out a roster for them, especially defensively, so i got to stay away.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely leaning Houston plus the points. I like that. Although it does worry me, the public is on Houston. The money seems to be on Central Florida. I know that line shifted but it's normalized right back to where it opened. So, ah, yeah, I'm going to lean Houston here plus the points, but I don't have a real good a real good feeling about it. 69 and a half is where the total opened. It's 71 now with everyone on the over.
4: Uh, I mean, if it stays under, we really like the Houston play, right? So, I'm going to Gonna have to hope for the yeah, under. We call here. that the
2: double fallacy. That's our new um, term, the double fallacy. If my yeah. pick is right, then you know, therefore, my the total should follow that. So.
3: Yeah, yeah,
4: I I, I can see it getting close
3: to that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's an inter- interesting one. I mean, I've got a few line uh, offensive linemen for Houston out, but uh, you never know what you're going to get defensively with Houston as well. So probably do some research on the personnel before you go to the window on this one.
2: Yeah, I might. I would probably lean the under there. It's just so many points
3: but that's you know i got no strong feeling about it all right let me uh just yeah. check uh to see i'll throw a couple in there just so we go in order maybe oh, but okay. uh, 3 323
2: oh we're going right down to michigan and maryland there we go 323 okay we've got uh michigan or excuse me yeah michigan opened up as a 17 and a half point favorite and now they are 21 21- At most books, but it looks like it's going to shift to 21.5. Wow,
3: it's going to keep going up. Looks like it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not necessarily surprised to see a huge line move here after, uh, you know, Michigan blowing out Notre Dame last week. Uh, Maryland, uh, 52 to 10 loss to uh, Minnesota. Uh, So, one factor in this that I kind of want to throw out there, and some people are going to think that it matters, some people are going to think that it doesn't matter, but um, this is, there's actually, You've got the uh, offensive coordinator for Michigan, Gaddis. I forget his first name, Josh Gaddis, I think. And uh, Mike Loxley, the head coach for Maryland. These two were both on the offensive staff. Loxley was the offensive coordinator for Bama last year. Gaddis, his right hand man. Uh, So these two coached together. They got into a Twitter war. Um, You know, and there's no no love lost apparently between these two. Gaddis was supposed to follow Loxley to Maryland, then he took the job at Michigan, and um, I don't know. I don't know if one one team here is going to try to show up the other. I don't know if uh, if Michigan gets up here and just decides they're not going to take their foot off the gas. Maybe this doesn't matter at all. But we know as far as Harbaugh is concerned, Harbaugh, when he gets the opportunity, he doesn't take his foot off the gas. You can remember way back to when he was at Stanford with Pete Carroll and that little dust-up he had. Yes, that's right. Called a timeout or something or went for two at the end of the game when it was no matter at all just because he didn't like Pete Carroll. What's your problem, man? Yeah, 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 that that was the quote there. Um, You got uh, last year uh, Nebraska and Michigan, uh, they they shared the national title at one point. Scott Frost was the quarterback. Scott Frost comes into the big house last year, and Michigan just annihilates him. And last week at Notre Dame, uh, Michigan didn't let off the gas pedal there. So maybe a little bit of that's going on, but maybe it doesn't matter at all. That's, I guess, for the better out there to decide. But uh, I can see where the lines move up, and I'd probably have to lean Michigan as, as bad as Maryland's line.
4: Yeah, I, did. I looked at this game. I glanced at it, but I don't – I wouldn't be surprised if the Wolverines covered because – uh, Maryland's just that bad, but I also wouldn't be surprised. Maryland's capable of putting up points. They put up points, um, but then they've also laid an egg. So I really don't know what to think here. Um, so I'm definitely off this game.
2: It's just so many points. I know Maryland is terrible, but I'll lean them plus the 21. I, I, I... I, I can't bet it in good faith, but I will. I will definitely lean them. Public and money are both on Michigan, so the line is moving in the right direction. Well, just it's going to be fun to see. We got to keep an eye on this to see where, where it ends up going because man, it's this it's, it's, it's going to shift again. All right, fifty six and a half is where the total opened. It's fifty five and a half now with the public on the over, the money on the under. So it's trending under with the money.
3: Wow, I would think uh, it would almost be higher than that. I don't know if uh, people just expect Maryland maybe not to score just because of how banged up they've been on the offensive side of the ball. So maybe that's good for Michigan covering the spread here. But I don't know. I think you're kind of right, Arch, from a numbers perspective coming in on on Maryland. I just wonder, you know, about some other things. So Yeah, right.
2: Yeah. 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 All right. Do you have anything else? Well, look. Between 341. Oh, wait. We're going to skip
3: 343 is our next game. Uh, three twenty
2: five. Oh, we're just going right in order. Northwestern at Indiana. Uh, Northwestern opened up as an eleven half point dog on the road to Indiana. And now it is Indiana minus ten and a half.
3: Wow. Okay. so at one point this was up to twelve and a half. Now it's coming back the other way. Northwestern one and six. Okay, and it's basically been on the offense this year for Northwestern. They lost Clayton Thornton uh, to the NFL last year. They've had some injuries, just an overall lack of skill players for Northwestern. The best wide receiver's been out, all that stuff. Um, and then the defense for Northwestern has p- played pretty good, saved the game versus the Buckeyes. That, that exactly didn't go well, but nobody's been doing well against the Buckeyes. So uh, I'm very surprised by the high line here. Um Indiana, they did get the six wins to become bowl eligible. It was a big win uh, for them, and um, but let's let's look at their schedule real quick here: uh, Rutgers, UConn, Eastern Illinois, Ball State, and a really banged up Maryland team. Uh, that's five of the ones right there. So I'm a little bit surprised at how high this line is. I snagged it up at twelve point five. I think I like it at ten point five still. Uh, If you can get it at 11, that's better. It might be at 11 some straps out there. But, uh, look, IU is still healthy. They've got some good wide receivers. Uh, But I think they just kind of won the Super Bowl last year, getting bowl eligible. And uh, I don't know. I I like Northwestern. I think uh, the defense is is too good here. So I'm taking Northwestern plus points. This is a bet? This is a bet.
4: bet. Oh, wow. Earns betting. You betcha. Uh You know, I I looked at this game as well. Uh, I'm really disappointed because I was really high on Northwestern this year. I I love Isaiah Bowser, Um, but they they have just not been healthy. Bowser hasn't been healthy. Um, They lost their quarterback at the beginning of the year. Um, So they just have not been right. You know, like Ern said, their defense has been right there, but their offense just can't put up any points. And I think that's why – I'm going to lean Indiana here because they can put up points. I think they'll put up enough points to cover this line, and Northwestern will just still struggle to get into the end zone. It's not a bad, but I will lean the Hoosiers here.
2: Okay, okay. I kind of like what, where Ernst is at here. The money's on Northwestern. The public's on Indiana. <sighs> Indiana wins by a touchdown. Northwestern covers. That's my that's my shot. So there you go. I'll t- I will bet Northwestern with you, Ernst. All right, I like it. Forty-seven is where the total opened. Forty-three and a half is where it is now. With the public and the money on the under, so everyone's trending under here.
3: I just wonder if Northwestern's offense gets it going a little bit here. I mean, Indiana's defense is is okay, not Ohio State. So I wonder, Northwestern can put some points up here. Indiana's has good receivers, so we'll see. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on the under, but you know. Yeah. Panther.
4: Yeah. You know, it's, it's strength versus strength, right? It's Northwestern's defense against Indiana's offense. Um, I tend to think Northwestern's probably going to have to score. So I would probably lean the over, but I'm not inclined to really bet it. I don't like it.
2: Okay. Gotcha. All right. Ernst uh, 343 is my next one on the list. Do you have something?
3: 337.
2: Wow. Okay. Virginia, North Carolina. Uh, t- t- t-. Virginia opened as a two and a half point dog To the Tar Heels And now it is Tar Heels Minus everyone's favorite Two and a half
3: oh, I'll stay the same Pretty consistent Which means Arch And I've learned this from Neil Vegas is pretty happy With where this number's at mm-hmm. Is that right? Pretty right? much uh, Look it's a matchup Between the top two teams In the coastal division uh, UNC got the three point win At home last week Versus the rival Duke Okay, it was another wild finish for UNC. One possession game again. Uh, Duke made a lot of miscues there. Um, couldn't punch it in from the one, had some key turnovers. Um, this week, UNC is probably going to get a couple players back in the secondary. So we talked about in previous few weeks, UNC is missing all those guys in the secondary, like four of them. Now they're going to get a couple back. Um, UVA is getting a little bit banged up on defense. Um, They lost a couple weeks ago the All-American corner, Bryce Hall. Then they lost a linebacker. They had a cornerback that that was out at the beginning of the year. Their best linebacker now is going to be out in the first half against UNC for targeting last game. Uh, So a lot going on there. Um, I guess I got to kind of – Stay with uh, UNC winning this game, but I'm not going to money line it, Arch, because I've learned my lesson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did just kind of want to throw that uh, information out there. I'm, I'm kind of off of this game for now. Oh, you are off it? So, off for now, yeah. Okay.
4: I, I'm trying to find something with these two teams to grasp onto, and, and I'm just not seeing anything. Virginia's lost three of their last four. North Carolina's lost three of their last five. They did beat Duke. And they did beat Georgia Tech, but those aren't exactly quality wins. Um, they were in that game. I mean, they had Clemson on the ropes, I think that's what everybody hangs on to, but I I'd probably lean the home team here, but I'm off this game.
2: I'll bet it. I'll bet North Carolina. They win by a field goal. And wow. I will yeah, I'll take the I'll I'll take I'll take the trap line here. Public and money are both on Virginia. So, yeah, I'll take it. Two and a half. I I will fade the public and the money and I will take the Tar Heels. Minus the two and a half. There we go. All right. 47 and a half is where the total opened. It's 47 now with the public on the over, the money on the under.
3: Public on the over. Yeah. Money On the under. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's tricky because UNC is going to get a couple guys back on defense. That's got to help. But UVA is going to lose a couple guys. So, um, yeah, don't have a feel for this one at this point.
4: Okay. I think
3: yeah, you don't like, like this 20, game. At all, right?
4: 26 to 23. Yeah. I, don't even, I don't even. really like this game. We're just gonna do the math. 26 to 23 for two ACC teams doesn't seem all that high. I, I could see that game going over, but I wouldn't bet it.
3: Okay. Yeah. In, in the opinion section of the show here, this is the worst division in Power Five football. It's so brutal. You got UNC. Is the mediocre as they've been? Is it setting up for them, you know, if they win this game to rematch Clemson in the uh, oh ACC boy. title game? I mean, last year we had Pitt in the ACC title game. So, anyways, just had to throw that out.
2: Gotcha. All right. Next up, are you touching BYU Utah State,
3: Ernst? You no, I'm, I'm ready to go. Uh, All right.
2: Oregon, yeah. USC. We're looking oh. at a number 343. Oregon opened up as a four and a half point favorite, and now they are four even.
3: Go for.
4: Mm -hmm. Yes, this is one of the games that I jumped on, and um, it's you know I've been I've been clamoring for a long time how good Oregon's defense has been, and their last two games against both Washington schools, they've given up some points. Um, They've given up a lot of points. Uh, 66 to be exact, but they've still won those games. Uh, so they've kind of found their identity on their offense. I still think their defense is pretty close to elite. Um, but, you know, USC is just going to have to be so on the money, I think, to stay in this game. I, I really like Oregon here, but the fact that it's at, it's, you know, at the Coliseum, um, you get all the hoopla around the, you know, the pageantry – You know, USC's won two games, albeit against suspect schools, two games in a row, but they've kind of got their offense going. So I could see this one turning into a little bit of a shootout. But in the end, I think Oregon can definitely cover this game. I'm jumping on the ducks here.
3: Duck. All right. Well, look, Southern California Trojans, okay? (laughs) You could say that their injury list is a lot like Sex, Panthers, Johnson. Okay. It's long and distinguished. Oh. <laughs> I I mean, that that's, coming. that's like the first joke I've ever made, right?
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, was a, it was almost like a compliment.
3: Oh, All right. Uh, I, 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 I won't do <laughs> I that anymore. But uh, oh, look, God. Christian Rector, I don't know if he's going to play. Steven Carr, questionable. Uh, another linebacker. I don't know how to say his name's questionable. Chris Steele, questionable cornerback. Just way too many question marks on the defensive side here for uh, USC. You got to figure they're going to, you know, try to rally here. Um, Oregon's so good on the offensive line. um, But I don't trust Oregon from a coaching standpoint to put the game away. So I'm going to be off, but on paper, Oregon should dominate this game, I think.
2: They should. I, this is why I don't like it. The public is on Oregon. The money's on USC. The line is seemingly getting worse for USC and better for Oregon. Hmm. I don't like it.
3: Yeah, I, I'm not surprised that the public is on Oregon. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, the, public's, the public's not. Oregon should, should win this game with the injury situation for USC. So we'll yeah. see. I'd lean USC just based on that. Uh, I, I mean – Oregon, really? What they kind of? I, th- I feel like they got lucky to win last week. Um, Did they? Were, were they trailing uh, Washington State late? I believe. Hmm. Yeah, I think it was a last minute uh, yeah. score. So
4: there is there is something awry about that line. It may not necessarily um, reflect in the movement, but just the line in of itself. You know, like the doc says, on paper, Oregon should win this game hands down. But only four points just seems really light to me. So it, it feels a little trappish, but Oregon's the better team.
2: Yeah, okay. I'm just keep an eye on that one as well. See what happens there. The total in this one, 59 is where it is, opened. 62 is where it's at now with everybody on the over.
3: It should go over.
4: It should go over. I said I said I think it would be a shootout, and I think both teams could get into the 30s. I wouldn't be surprised if both teams got into the 30s.
2: Okay. I'm going to lean under there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh Next up. Oh, here we go. K-State at Kansas. Let's see. This is number 347. Wildcats opened up as a six and a half point road favorite. KU, obviously six and a half point dog. It is now K-State minus five and a half.
4: Oh, that's very interesting. Um, do you have this one on your list, Doc?
3: No, go go for it. I'm I'm insulted, okay, yeah,
4: Doc. I, I, it's it Kansas, so I, it has to go on the list, right? So we're going to talk about it anyway. So might as well include it. You um, look, K State. Everybody's going to be talking about K State win over Oklahoma last week. It was the uh, upset of the weekend. Uh, Kansas, you know, they're in game. They're so competitive. Uh, They knocked off Texas Tech last week. Another, in my opinion, big upset. Arch might think it was expected. I don't know. But, uh, look, at home with K-State, you know, this team is riding high. Uh, That big Oklahoma win is going to start getting them some recruits going forward, and I think they're going to start making some moves in the Big 12. And to do that, they can't lose to the Jayhawks. Now, I know the same thing is going to happen with Les Miles. He's going to start getting his guys – in there, and Kansas can start making moves. I think this is actually a pretty competitive game, but I'm going to bet the Cats. Give me K-State.
3: Ernst? I mean, look, KU obviously has something to the team this year, okay? They're not just this pushover anymore. Uh, Come from behind win versus Texas Tech last week. I believe I think it was fourteen to three early on, mm-hmm. so uh, they're not just going to go away. And uh, pretty wild one, I guess. Um, I just saw the highlight of it, where I believe uh, the, the, you know what I'm talking about, probably uh, Arch, but the, yeah. the the field goal kick to to win it, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, which was blocked, which a Texas Tech player picked up, and then with no time on the clock, decided to lateral it. And he just threw it on the ground and Kansas picks it back up and then gets to the kick another field goal. For yes. the win. So uh yeah, but uh I'm gonna be off this game, but uh I think there's something to this Kansas team. I wish now now Sex Panther I think got this game right last week. Art was on Kansas last week and Ernst missed the opportunity. That's it.
2: You gonna miss it again? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Public's on K State. Money's on Kansas. So the line shift seemingly is correct. Man, I don't know. It's a tale of two Wildcats here. They have looked like world beaters and they have looked weak at times. I'm not sure what to do. I'm not gonna bet this game, but I would probably lean K State to take care of business here. I know I'm fading the money. I know I'm going against the the, the, the line shift, but I I don't know. I, I just you know if you can beat Oklahoma, you can certainly handle Kansas, I would think. Uh, the it's total, kind of yeah. The total in this one opened at fifty-seven and a half. It's fifty-four and a half now, with the public on the over, the money on the under. Money on the under, yeah.
4: I think I like the under.
2: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that's probably the play too. I mean, if Kansas has a prayer, it's got to be an ugly game,
3: right? I I don't have a feel for that, but the only issue I have with your uh, your pick here, Arch, is I just remember the last time. I can remember you going against your team, the Kansas City Chiefs. How'd that work out against the Denver Broncos? Yeah, wasn't so wasn't so hot, Ernst. Wasn't so, so hot. I don't know. I'm a little leery to, to follow you on K-State here going against your team.
2: If you go back and listen to the beginning of the uh, college football podcast when we went over totals, I said that was a win for KU playing K-State because Bill wow. Snyder was no
3: longer there. He did, yeah. Wow. You yeah. called it. You he said, hey, he's not there anymore.
2: He's not there anymore. He can't hurt you anymore. Right. <laughs> Ernst, do you have anything else lined up? Because I'm looking at 359 next.
3: 353. It's going to be real quick. And uh, it's. Uh, I'm just going to throw it out. I, I haven't watched uh, Central Michigan play much this year. Uh, but uh, I like to coach. And uh, I'm just going to take it without knowing much about it. So I'll take Central Michigan.
2: You're going to take Central Michigan? Yep plus the point. Yep. All right, cuz it opened at Central Michigan minus 2 and now to Central Michigan plus 1. So it's still a complete flop.
3: Yep. Still okay. still good. All right.
2: Panther?
4: I got nothing. On, yeah, I didn't even look at it. I got nothing on that game, so we'll just leave it there. I don't know
2: anything about it. Yeah, you pulled a, you pulled a fast one here. Central Michigan looks like they should win, huh? Just just, just scanning the stats really fast.
3: Uh, Well, they had a five turnover loss last week, so maybe if they don't turn a football over. Okay. Maybe they'll be all right here.
2: Public's on Central Michigan. Money's on Northern Illinois, so the line shift seemingly makes sense. So, all right. Well, good Mm -hmm. luck with that, Ernst. Thanks. All right. Hopes and prayers. (laughs) You like any of these other two before we jump on SMU? Nope. All right. SMU at Memphis is number 359 it opened up with Memphis minus three at home and now it is Memphis minus five and a half or minus six. Actually that five and a half is going to shift. It's going to be six.
4: Yeah, there, this, there was a time when there was a time when this game would have been really, really big when Memphis was undefeated, but they, they dropped that one game. Um, yeah, this, this is two ranked mid major teams and, uh, Look, SMU it basically is representing everybody now for getting a mid major into you know one of the big six bowl games. So um look, I, I think they're they're looking really good. They're playing really well. And um yeah, I think I like uh the Mustangs to take care of business here Ooh. and get the win.
2: Erns? What do you think? Do you think SMU can give Memphis the death penalty?
3: <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen in this one. So I think maybe. You know, I, I don't know, I think Memphis was a little over overrated this year and they've reached the the peak here. So something's gotta give. Um SMU has had some fortune this year, but uh should be a good game. I'm I'm gonna be off. I'm
2: gonna lean with Panther here. I like where this is at. I think SMU plus six, I think they can I think they can do that. Uh public and money are both on Memphis, so that there's that line shift there making sense. But uh yeah, no, I like it. I think I think SMU can probably keep it close. Just looking at the stats here. Uh seventy is where the total opened. It's 71 and a half now with everybody on the
3: over. Don't let everybody chime in at once. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna be on it, so but uh obviously obviously a couple uh, offensive teams here. You know, Sonny Dykes in the air raid. He's one of the original guys, I believe, and probably gonna score. Okay. Panther.
4: I, I mean, it could go either way. I think it's going to be a close game. Yeah. But um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it ended up being seventeen to ten. I wouldn't end up surprised if it was fifty-four to fifty. So, uh, I, I yeah, I, I'm not really have a feeling either way.
2: I'll lean the over here. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. All right. So next up, I'm looking at three seventy-one and three seventy-two. Unless Earns, you have anything in between?
3: Yeah, uh, works for me.
2: All right, Georgia at Florida. Georgia opened up minus three and a half on the road at Florida, and now they are minus six and a half.
3: All right, well, uh, I think, uh, look, I've had concerns about Georgia now dating back to the Notre Dame game. And last time out against Kentucky, I'm not sure they really looked any better. It was a zero zero game until about midway to the third quarter before Georgia was able to take advantage of a couple short fields and finally get some points on the board so yeah uh, look, Kentucky was playing with their top wide receiver as quarterback in that game so you know it's not surprising that Kentucky didn't put any points on the board there and the game was played in the rain so if you're looking to cut Georgia a break maybe that's the uh, the angle you can go with there uh, but uh, look both teams um, are about as healthy as as they've been all season, uh, Georgia's going to get uh, the wide receiver Cager back. That's, that's their weak spot is the wide receiver position. And they're going to get Cager back now. He's the transfer from uh, Miami. Um, I would be concerned on the Florida side of Trask, uh, you know, maybe making some mistakes. Um, got to make some sooner or later. Uh, but I think, you know, hey, if you're in a league out there where you've got to pick some games, and, and I'm in one of those, so you got to go one way or the other. I think I'm leaning towards the Florida side here with all these points. I, you—that's just a lean on. Yeah, okay. lean on Florida,
4: Panther.
2: What do you think about this, Georgia, Florida?
4: Oh, uh, dude, I'm driving through the backwoods of Indiana. It's beautiful out here, but goddamn if you can't keep a signal. Uh, yeah, the, so the quarterbacks are, are actually pretty competitive, right? Uh, Trask is is actually probably putting up better numbers than Fromm. Honestly, uh, he's got more touchdowns, Um, but look, I think this all comes down to defense. Florida's defense is elite. Georgia's defense is good, and whether or not Florida's offense can score has kind of been the question, but I think this is just going to be an absolutely stellar game, and I see it being more of a field goal game, so I'm with Ernst here. I'm liking the Gators at home. Uh, I'm not a big giant wussy like Ernst. I I like where your
2: head's at. I think it is probably a much closer game than the six and a half. I think, you know, a field goal, maybe, maybe Georgia wins by, Ah, man. Uh, Do I want to follow a six Panther? That's always the question, isn't it?
3: (laughs) You know, Florida can, Florida can win this, Florida can win this game. Okay. Okay. Georgia has not looked good. So, uh, I mean, I don't know. They, they yeah, are going to be healthy. So. After
2: that Michigan game, the, the the win over Notre Dame doesn't even look that impressive, so right. I'll take Florida plus the points. Wow. All right. Oh, the total in this one, 52 and a half. Oh, no, excuse me. 47 is where it opened. It's 45 now with the I think we lost a headset connection. Mm. You see what I have to work with? (laughs) Ah, okay. Mm. All right. Total, 47 is where it opened. It's at 45 now with the public on the under, the money on the over.
4: Under. So much under. This is going to be a defensive struggle.
2: You think so? You don't think it's going to be like 44 right in there? Uh,
4: oh, I mean, man. 23 to 20. Yeah, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if this game went to overtime, so maybe it even goes over. But, I mean, I think this is just going to be a struggle to score for both teams.
3: It could be. I, I can see it going both ways here. I mean, uh, Georgia's got a good offensive line, and, and Mullins is an offensive coach, so he knows he had a really good game plan against LSU. I mean, LSU really couldn't stop him that easily, so I could see it going both ways. uh, I'll be off.
2: Okay. Yeah, I I don't really. I think it's probably right on the nose. I I don't like this one at all. All right, next up, we got TCU at Oklahoma State. We're looking at 373, boys and girls. It opened up with the Cowboys minus four and a half at home and now they're two and a half. Minus two and a half.
4: Uh, yeah, God, this, this is a very interesting game. The Big 12 has actually been a lot of fun this year. Um, this is a pretty interesting game considering, um, you know, the victories that both teams had last week. I'm, I'm kind of a Mike Gundy fan, I guess. Um, so I feel like they're actually underperforming. They've been in a lot of games, but they haven't been able to pull out the victories. Uh, TCU is coming off of that huge win against the longhorns last week. So, you know, there's either what they're either riding high or there's going to be a huge letdown, I, whichever side of the fence you're in. But, uh, the Cowboys at home, it's just kind of hard not to take them there. The line's not terrible. So I'll jump on the Cowboys.
3: Burns. Yeah. I don't have any problem thinking this one's going to be a close game here. Um, and I'm probably not going to be betting against the mullet for the rest of the year. So for me, it's in, in these games, it's probably the rest of the year. It's probably going to be Oklahoma State or nothing. It's going to be nothing in this game right now. But <laughs> if you know, if I was in one of those leagues where I had to pick something, I'd go with the Cowboys. Okay. So the, what, are, what are they? The pokes.
2: Yeah. It, okay. okay the line Cowboys. is moving in the wrong direction. The money's on Oklahoma State. The line's getting better for them. It's getting worse for worse for TCU. I don't like this. This smells so wrong. I'll lean TCU, but I I'm not going to bet on their side of this game. Uh, All righty. Yeah, 65 is where the total opened. It's 59 now with everybody on the under.
3: Wow. Picking everybody on the under and Yeah. It's crazy. But
4: both these both these teams can score. TCU used to be known for their defense, but not so much anymore. Oklahoma State can score with anybody. I'd probably be taking the over here, but it's interesting that number's fallen that far.
3: I mean, the way, the way TCU lit up Kansas a few weeks ago, I don't know how you can go under.
4: Huh. Well, he's just firing cheap shots all over the place. He is. He? he
3: is.
2: All right. So, Ernst, the next game I have up is Utah-Washington, which is 391. Do you want anything in well, between?
3: Well, we gotta go with 387 first.
2: 387,
3: Miami is, yeah. at
2: FSU. All right.
3: Big one here. Let's see.
2: Four and a half. Florida State is a four, opened as a four and a half point home favorite. It is three now, but it's dangerously close to going to three and a half.
3: It's three now?
2: Three right
3: now. Get it at three, folks. Look, um, there's these stats. I've been throwing them out uh, almost every week here. So this is the stat that I have. Maybe it's wrong. I um, haven't, haven't locked everything in this week. But look, I think it opened maybe a little bit higher. Or at one point, at some place, it was a little bit higher, more towards mm-hmm. five. But, like, uh, the last three or five times these two teams have played, the underdog always covers or wins. I can't remember which one it is. And it's been a three-point game, I believe, the last three years. And then you've got this line. Huh, what do you know? It's gone down to three. Okay, so Miami being the underdog, based maybe off, you know, and and this line going to three, based maybe off this stat that comes out that says the underdog always wins. And the last three games have been a field goal. So uh, I am going to lean towards, I'm actually not going to lean towards, I'm going to go ahead and do it. FSU has Cam Akers. I think he is probably the best running back in the nation. Better than Taylor, possibly. That's hard to say, though. Better, who's the other guy out there that's pretty good? Um, But I wouldn't be surprised if Akers goes number one running back in the draft. So as long as they got Akers. Look, Miami's struggling offensively. Um, The offensive line hasn't been good. They beat uh, Pitt last time out, and Manny Diaz is fired up that they were to able to go on the road and beat this great pit team. Okay. And um, look, I'm just not buying what Manny Diaz is selling at Miami. Uh, FSU just gets after uh, the quarterback here from Miami creates some turnovers. Maybe they get up big in this game. Florida State Seminoles, take them. Panther?
4: You know, it wasn't that long ago <laughs> – I remember this was must-see TV, right? Miami, Florida State, like, one of these teams is probably going to the national title. And now, I mean, they're they're clamoring to find recruits. Um, They're trying to find, you know, a a coach. Uh, I mean, the direction, you know, Florida State's probably going to end up firing their coach. I'm surprised they haven't already. But... um, Yeah, the, the, the line's probably right, but not because it's going to be competitively good. It's just going to be competitively bad. Um, I, I don't like this game. I, I probably would take the points just because they do play each other so close. But, man, it's, I, I really wish this was, you know, Miami, Florida State from back in the day because it, it's just – I think it's going to be damn near unwatchable now. But, uh, yeah, I, I'll, probably take, uh, take the, I'll probably take Miami in the points here.
2: You are going to take Miami in the points, okay? I'll
4: lean it. Don't put me down for a bet on this. Oh my god! Okay.
2: No, I like it. I think Florida State. I think Florida State wins. I, I, they, I think they can win by a touchdown. Uh, man, and I love the conspiracy theories. You, you whip out the tin foil. I'm going to make a hat, man. I love it. Give me that. Give me Florida State minus the points. It is three and a half now. It just shifted. To mo- from it's starting to shift at some other books I'm looking at. So fuck. Get it now. I'm on it. All right. What else you got, Ernst? Is that it? Or do we need to talk about Utah-Washington? Oh, Ernst is muted. So we'll just go to Utah-Washington. All right. Utah opened up, and this is 391. Utah opened up as a two-point favorite on the road, and now it is three even, Panther.
4: Three even. Uh, You know, this feels kind of... I don't know if I'd say it feels like a trap, but, you know, Utah was the darling for the Pac-12 going into the season. Um, And except for that one little hiccup at USC, they've kind of, you know, done what they were supposed to do in winning these games. Um, Their defense is pretty damn good. They shut out Cal last week. Washington, they got back-to-back tough games. You know, last week they had a real tough one against Oregon. Um, Probably, I mean, they were Had that game probably should have won it uh, like Doc said now they got to you know pick up the pieces and get back on the field uh, at home it's Utah thing about Utah is they can score they can go toe to toe with Washington offensively I just don't know that Washington go toe to toe with Utah defensively I like Utah here three points actually it almost feels like it's kind of they're daring you to take Utah, like Vegas wants you to take Utah. I feel like it's trappish, but when have I been known to shy away from a trap anyway? Uh I'll take Utah. All right. earns
3: Yeah, I mean this is kind of right around where I thought the line would be would, would come out at. Um I was thinking maybe about three point five. And you said the line was currently at, at three. Is that correct? three even, yes sir. Okay. Yeah, so is a rematch of the Pac-12 championship game from last year. Okay. And uh, last time out, Washington against Oregon. Look, Oregon had to play a clean game to beat Washington. They didn't really make any mistakes. Oregon didn't against Washington. Washington played well. Eason played well. Um, Washington is going to possibly be a little banged up at the wide receiver position uh, with Aaron Fuller as a question mark. Uh, last week Utah beating up on Cal uh 35 to 0 but look Cal had a very banged up offense uh last week they held Cal to 80 yards of total offense so Utah and Washington a couple of epic type battles last year um you, you know the se- second one like I said was was for all the marbles there but uh They played that game in the championship last last year without the quarterback, Tyler Huntley, and without uh, the All-Pac 12 running back, Zach Moss, the guy that just breaks tackles. I think he's like the yard uh, after contact leader of of all the world that's ever been known. Um, Those guys are going to be playing Saturday afternoon. So one thing about Huntley, though, is against Cal, he was like noticeably hobbling, like more than I've ever seen any quarterback hobble and still be in the game. So that was interesting that they were playing him last week against Cal and he was so banged up. I don't know if he's gonna have uh, full reign uh here in this game, be able to run, but we'll see. So look, you know, there's maybe a little bit of a re- revenge factor. Some people believe in it, some people don't, but uh maybe that's there. I think the margin's really thin here for me. I like the line where it's at. Uh one more thing about Cal is the fir- or um Utah, the first possession they had against a good Cal defense uh, they went three and out after that Utah scored touchdowns good touchdown drives on their next five possessions so it's a Utah offense that did pretty well last week if it was at three and a half I guess I would lean Washington but three being right where it should be should be a good game close game could go either way I'll be off for now oh you're off Whoa, I'll okay. be off so I'll it like is more. a
2: tight line. Uh, it could be a trapping line, too. Public and Money are both on Washington, so it's getting better for them. It's getting worse for Utah. So Panther might be on the right side of a trap for the first time in a long time.
3: Good job. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't hate that Utah play there. So. Man, I, 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 it goes have... that, I think it's yeah, going to be a field goal game. It could be a field goal game.
2: So. Yeah, I don't like this one at all. I'm going to sit this one out. All right. Ernst, you have anything else? That's all I got. Okay, we're gonna look at we're gonna look at two more games. Next up though, we're gonna look at Notre Dame or Virginia Tech at Notre Dame, 341. It opened up with Virginia Tech plus 17 and a half. Notre Dame obviously minus 17 and a half. And now it it's 17 right now, pinnacle, but everybody else has it listed as Notre Dame minus 17 and a half.
4: <sighs> yeah, so sure both you guys will chime in on last week's debacle but here's here's the thing brian kelly apparently just does not know how to play in the rain uh because it was a couple years ago when they went to clemson and they put on a shit show against clemson in hurricane type conditions last week against that team up north the wolverines same thing like he just insists we're gonna throw the ball we're gonna throw the ball when everything about the game says you should be running the ball it was um you know he did not put the team in a place where they could really had a chance to win i actually do pin that one on Brian kelly and his game plan but that is not the situation this week because there is no rain there's no snow it should be in the mid 40s beautiful sunny day um these are the exact kind of environment that you kind of want to watch a college football game in my thing is in the history of brian kelly being there they, he seems to lose his team. When when they lose, it just seems to snowball. It just it just turns into a damn avalanche of mediocrity, and it's scary. Virginia Tech's not a, that good of a team. I know their record's pretty good, but six overtimes against North Carolina, they beat Rhode Island, they beat a down Miami team, they beat Furman. Like they haven't really beaten anybody. Um, so that's probably why the line is where it is half of me wants to take Virginia Tech in the points because I don't trust Brian Kelly to have this team ready. But the other half of me wants to take Notre Dame because I don't think Virginia Tech's very good. I'm going to go ahead and bet my Irish, but I'm telling you, Gens, I don't have a lot of confidence here.
2: Ern's, mm. what do you think? I mean, Notre Dame's season did flip over like a hydraulic lift.
3: Yeah, you know, this one was one of the head scratchers for me with this line being so high towards Notre Dame. I was wondering if Sex Panther and I would come out on the same side of this game. We are one and zero on Notre Dame games when we come out on the same side, but apparently we're not again. So, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and Sex Panther hit on it, and I knew he would hit on this point because he said it before on the show. Look. When they suffer this big loss, they don't have a conference title to play for. And we've seen the wheels come off the wagon before. So I knew he would make this point and he made the point. And then now it looks like he's going to go with this, his Irish here. So it's a, it's a little, you know, head scratching for me to figure out, uh, what, is, what his mindset there is on that. But, uh, look, Virginia tech's on a buy. They aren't a terrible team. It's the team that was projected to finish second in that, um, in that division of the uh, ACC. And, uh, you know, they still have a chance to win it. And, uh, look, they're they got they're probably going to get Hooker back at the quarterback position this week. If they don't, it's probably going to be the third quarterback, Quincy Patterson. and He was kind of like this uh, Cam Newton-esque uh, type player. He had to come in against UNC and uh, finish off the game there, and be the hero there. He's uh, 6'4", 240. It looked like he could throw, too. So that'll be an interesting thing to watch. But uh, I am betting Virginia Tech minus 17 and a half. Ooh. What in the world is going on there?
2: Wow. I have no I have no idea. The public and the money are both on Virginia Tech. The line, you know, it's getting a little bit better for them. It got a little bit worse for Notre Dame, 17 to 17 and a half. So I don't know. I'm hesitant to call this a trap because I think you could probably just, you just fuck with the Irish fans and just set the line wherever you want and they're going to back it. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know that Notre Dame's—you know—it's—they're charging a premium to bet Notre Dame. I'm not yeah. gonna bet this game. I'm off this game entirely because I don't like this at all. The tour
4: Yeah. I, I don't have a problem with Doc bet. I mean, I, I honestly, my bet, my my taking the Irish, I had more had less to do with believing in the Irish. And more to do with not believing in the Hokies. I just don't think the Hokies are very good. The Notre Dame should win this one probably without trying or without, you know, really even trying to blow them out. So that was my play. It was against the Hokies.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. The total in this game, if you track such things, is if I didn't shift it to 57.5 is where it opened. 58 now. Everybody's on the over. Anyone That's, can time them uh... whenever they want.
4: Yeah, that's, that's. I mean, with a a 17.5 line, that's probably about right, right? You need it to be about 35 to 21, somewhere in there. Maybe even a little higher. I'd I'd probably actually take the under on that one. It seems a little high. Okay.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's some conflicting stuff on this for me. I mean, Jerry Kill, he's been the consultant for Virginia Tech and... You've seen some wrinkles since he took over there. Uh, the offense has done a little bit better. They've gotten their receivers back. So I think Virginia Tech is a better team offensively now than they were earlier. So yeah, I could see it going both ways. I think I'd actually probably lean over. Ooh. I like it.
2: All right. One last game, as promised. I'm looking at Wolford at Clemson. I don't care about the line. I am looking at the total of 58. I have, I can't, I can't stop. I need to do it. I got to take the over here. I'm taking over 58 in this game. It's been so long. I I have to do one. I have to do a total. Coming
3: out of retirement. Yes. Yes. The methadone just wasn't cutting it. Okay. So you're saying over and it's 58. Yep. Clemson Walford.
2: I don't think there's a lot to play for. I mean, they're going to win by 200 and still drop in the polls. So.
4: Uh, they got the help that they needed because Oklahoma lost. So they're, yeah. they're actually in pretty shape.
3: Yeah. Um,
4: I mean, they, they did win 59 to seven last week against, um, you would assume Boston college is better than Wolford, but um, I don't, I don't, I don't begrudge the play because he, if Wolford just scores a touchdown kind of helps your cause. I could. I can see the over
2: here. Yes, if they score a touchdown, I just need to find a few more points here and there. Just need to flip the couch cushions and find a few more points. Give me the over, baby. 58. Public and money are both on the under.
3: Wow. Out of retirement. There we go.
2: And that is it for our college football picks. Is that correct? That's it for me. All right. So as Max would tell you, you know, we're on Libsyn, Apple. Uh, podcasts or iTunes—I don't know what they call it anymore. Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, etc., etc. Every now and then we show up on SoundCloud too, so we want to keep an eye on there. This one probably be too long for SoundCloud, but you know, wherever you listen to us, you should subscribe. You should give us give us a five star review. I need to get some. You know, some, oh man, my eardrums just got blown right there. Um, yeah, so. However you listen to us, continue to do so. Don't deviate. Just keep doing it every day, all day. That's it. Ernst, always good to talk to you, man.
3: It's been a pleasure, Arch. And, uh, you know, hey, we fed Sex Panther here, too.
2: Yeah, I'm so sorry your kid brother never was able to chime in and say anything.
3: Well, you know, Alabama's got an off week, so. Oh, right. Yep. Yeah, hey, guys, maybe, uh, maybe next time I just want to sit and listen. Oh, well, we okay. expect a, uh, a full uh, uh, review on the Alabama game, game next uh, next week. That's right. Okay, maybe I can make that happen. Okay. You know, I'd like to see uh, I'd like to see Ernst um, Ernst uh, hop on a few more games here. He seems to uh, he seems to uh, yeah very very tentative, um, and uh, usually it's uh, he's off or um, leaning. I'd like to see him jump on a few more games mm-hmm. here so we can. Uh, hold, hold them hold them accountable I don't, I don't know why the end of this show seems to have turned uh, <laughs> uh, into a critique of Ernst the, the doctor
2: well you know you know as the first child he's going to play it safer more conservative he's nervous about things because his parents <laughs> you know you know they probably babied him a little too much
3: <laughs> yeah Ernst you've got it the wrong way around buds oh uh, all right anyways it's been it's been fun all right panther kill it
4: yeah so uh yeah doc get on there and and do do your thing we're not critiquing he does a good job because you know he wraps. he keeps good money management if you will he, he, if, if he bets it he's pretty confident about us he like that um but hey you guys know the deal jump on discord shoot the shit with us we got dr Earns. we got dr Earns' brother the frenchman we got arch max of Fuck those guys, because they're just ganging up on Sex Panther today. I don't know what the hell's going on. Let us know what you got going on if you like these college football picks, what you're picking, and when it's all said and done, kids. Make some money, fools!